Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of The Week Trend Roundup. These are the top stories you need to know heading into the week of... No. uh, This this June, Monday, June 5th, 2023. (laughs) Uh, anyway, welcome new to the new era. Woo! Welcome to the new era. Yeah. Summer the new summer age. sketch. Mm-hmm. Um maybe permanent. We'll see. How was your how was your weekend? My weekend was good. We Man? we went back to DC, saw oh. some old friends. It, it was how fun, was Joe man. Biden? Uh my wife did see Joe Biden. We were Wait, walking really? back. We were walking back on uh, campus where we went to college, and like there was a dude setting up for a local news shot. And I was just like, "What? What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. Who's like, this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy?" Um, and he was like, "The president's coming in 15 minutes to that church to go to like Saturday evening mass." Uh, and we were like, oh, "Okay, that's that's cool." And Sarah stuck around to to watch. But I, I asked him like, "So what are you what are you hoping to get out of this?" He's like, "They won't use it unless he falls down." <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, like, so if you could like shout his name yeah and we were, i was like yeah yeah we'll startle him and yeah I'll, hey I'll man you fall. you mind taking this bucket of ky jelly and just dumping it all <laughs> over the steps over there i think i think we might get him to slip yeah but my wife saw him and uh said he looked good spry strong strong <laughs> as steel strong uh, as he and can completely be. confused as to where he was uh, right. How about you, Miles? How was your weekend? I saw. I, I went to a movie for the first time Woo! since the baby's been born. Her Majesty, she's like, she's on top of her social game, so she's like, "Hey, can like, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna go out." So I've, I haven't like ma- ever made plans to be like, "Can I go out?" And then you, you'll stay at home, and I'll try and do something. Uh, and she was very much encouraging me. She's like, "You need to go do shit." And yeah. I was like, no, nah, this is cool. Like, I like being at home and stuff. And I like, I like being with the baby and everything. You're starting to look like the old man from the Unforgiven video. Uh, <laughs> topical ref for all the Shit. kids. <laughs> 1992 music Metallica? video. Metallica? That's what yeah. yeah. You remember that video, though? That shit is like burned in my heart because it's so dark. Anyway. It's like an old guy who like lives in a sewer. Yeah. Like, never oh, sees yeah. light. 
Yeah, know? I mean, not quite there, but yeah. So I, I went and, and I went and saw uh, Spider Man opening weekend. First time I've done an opening like Marvel weekend viewing. So we'll talk about that later on. Yeah, we will. It did incredibly well. Uh, thanks to you. No thanks yeah. to me. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's supposed to be really good. Yeah. It's supposed to be a banger. But first, of course, we have to open up with the story on everyone's mind. Yeah. This and that over the is uh, our Lord Mark Zuckerberg's new persona. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a bad man. He's a yeah. badass. He's a bad man, as they say, a road <laughs> he's man, a bad if you man. will. He's a bad, him a bad man. There's this report in the New York Times over the weekend that was just talking about his whole like macho man aesthetic and like how he was posting a selfie with a flak jacket. And he's like, I did the Murph Navy SEAL challenge, like 100 pull-ups, run a mile, 200 sit-ups, 300 squats, run a mile, all while wearing a 20-pound flak jacket to like honor the like fallen Navy SEAL from 2005. And people were like, oh, okay. Then he also participated in his first Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament recently. And this is why we're talking about that. This because... <laughs> I'm just going to read this one part. This is so this is what the New York Times had to say. And then it caused a shit storm in the Zuckerberg world. Um, so he did his first BJJ tourney and one of his opponents must have overheard Mark Zuckerberg saying that he walked out of anger management early because oh. uh, my guy, <laughs> Mr. Mark got tough guide. OK, uh, it said on May 6th, Mr. Zuckerberg competed in his first Brazilian Jiu Jitsu event in Woodside, California, where he defeated an Uber engineer and won two medals. And lost consciousness. That's one oh, sentence. Whoa, what, an, what an adventure. <sighs> they go on. Jose Lucas Costa da Silva, a veteran Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter who refereed one of Zuckerberg's matches, said that he halted the bout after he heard Mr. Zuckerberg start to snore. A sign of someone who has passed <laughs> out in a chokehold. Quote, this is something we are trained to know, said Mr. Costa da Silva, who added that Mr. Zuckerberg was a good sport who was, quote, enjoying the moment. So he said, yeah, wow. man, I mean, yeah, he got, it happens. It happens. Sometimes you don't tap and then you get put to sleep. Well, guess That's what? That's cool that he like did that and took it in stride and was just like, yeah, I too am human. I'm not doing yeah. this to make it seem like I'm not human or like better than anyone. Right. Uh, yeah. I got choked out like anybody else would. I'm not Leoto Machida. I'm not Hoist right. Gracie. You know what I mean? Like, what, yeah. what do you want me to do? I'm Mark's. Oh, wait, no. This is <laughs> just a. Re the following paragraph, I think there was edited in this New York Times piece, said, quote, after this article was published Friday afternoon, both Mr. Zuckerberg and his coach, Mr. Camarillo, reached out and said that the meta boss had not lost consciousness. Quote, <laughs> that never happened, Mr. Zuckerberg wrote in an email. According to Mr. Camarillo, Mr. Costa da Silva, who was the ref, quote, mistook his students effortful grunting for snores. Uh-huh. Sure, Jan. Yeah, I was just taking a little nap. On purpose to get my power ready to uh, flip on this dude, and they <laughs> they just didn't didn't know my strategy, and that's my fault. I should have more clearly communicated if my strategy. Like, your shit's all choked up, like yeah, like some breaths might sound gurgly snoring, but I bet if you go limp and you're snoring, I have a feeling that the ref who has been doing jujitsu more than you probably knew. Oh, okay, he's out. He tapped out. Um, the thing is, it goes on because. Other, like meta people went out to other news outlets like the daily beast and also said quote at no point during the competition was mark knocked unconscious <laughs> that never happened elena widman a spokesperson for meta told the daily beast yo he got the the company's spokespeople involved <laughs> like that seems... you know what's even better then that's they go like 
this woman was doing over the weekend? Oh, then they go full like Stalin Politburo kind of shit where they said Widman, who's the spokesperson, said, quote, a fellow Meta employee, okay, uh, witnessed the match firsthand and that the referee in question, quote, apologized to Mark and his coach after the match for prematurely calling the match. Wow. Okay. I, you, I, you think you would have heard something like that, but I like how they go, according to a, one of the people who depends on Mr. Zuckerberg for their financial survivability, yeah. they said they saw the ref say, <laughs> that was on me, I'm bad, I'm on drugs, and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, he's gonna uh, have a press conference where he's like, "I apologize to my family. Oh, yeah. uh, I need to go into rehab now because I've made some big mistakes uh, in my life." There's something about narcissism that doesn't allow you to acknowledge that you've been choked out. Um, oh yeah. There's also the famous Steven Seagal choke out that he claims never happened, but legendarily he was choked out by somebody who was, you know, good at martial arts, and he shit himself. And, right. Uh, he he claims that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Which I understand that getting getting choked out and shitting yourself is uh, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one to take. I can see yeah that jujitsu referee. He remember when that that Yankees coach Don Zimmer attacked Pedro yeah. Martinez in that <laughs> yeah. bench clearing brawl and like and then Pedro like just lightly guided him to the ground. Yes. He's like you're yeah. so like don't fucking come at me, bro. I'm a pitcher <laughs> yeah. and you're an old man. And then remember his apology press conference that Don Zimmer's like. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't weeping mean, like, openly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe that's where we're gonna see the jujitsu uh referee happening. But don't worry, Mark. I get it. You never tapped. It's all good. There's also something about uh like I, I always notice this in, in boxing when somebody's like out on their feet, completely knocked out, like everybody's like, Oh my god, please save this person's life. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. referee intervenes and the person's immediately like, What are you doing? I was fine no um, bro you only you only have that because the bell went and you realize yeah. you, you're safe now there's also like i wasn't asleep which happens to me sometimes where my wife's like are you do are you asleep no, no. i wasn't i wasn't asleep okay. where you don't think you were asleep but you actually were asleep oh fully yeah i've yeah. i was caught doing that the other day watching tv and yeah <laughs> that's what i i do the aura ring and like to track my sleep and that is one thing that i learned is like you're when I'm like, oh more. man, I was up all night. I got like two hours of sleep. And then I like look at the sleep record and it's like, you slept for seven hours last night, fool. What are you talking about? You oh, wait, just... so it just doesn't feel restful? Yeah, it just doesn't feel restful. But oh, wow. you, you think you're getting less sleep than you actually are. Yeah. I, uh, I, I and it sounds like Mark Zuckerberg that. thought he got less sleep than he actually did. I in mean, this there's martial gotta arts be, tournament. There's gotta be someone with video, right? Like if I'm at a Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament and he's like he the, the gym that uh, fucking Zuckerberg like fights out. It's called like Gorilla Jiu Jitsu team. Like, yeah, yeah but like G-U-E. Uh, and I'm like, this is all bad. But I feel like you would just take video because you're like, I, if this guy gets tapped, this is like, this is money right here. This is TMZ right here. But yeah, you don't think they like meta confiscated all phones the second anybody. Yeah, entered? it's probably like when Nike got rid of all those pictures of like A-Rod's sort of like uh, the steroid chest when he was getting like flabby pec muscles and then like, like all of those pictures were just scrubbed clean from the internet because of Nike. A-Rod is the most powerful person in media because there was also a picture of him going to the bathroom that somebody took through a window that immediately got scrubbed. He's yeah. Can't happen. He will disappear you. Where's the Zapruder film of you catching Z's, sir? (laughs) I want to see it. 
All right. There's a, a cool story in the New York Times about Brownsville. So this is a trend that we were kind of asking for during, you know, the George Floyd protests, you know, looking at uh, communities that had put together programs where 911 calls would be routed to non-police services. And, you know, Denver was trying it out. And the New York Times did a pretty cool profile of like a, a program in Brownsville that was you know, it, it's basically like a community, a, a group of civilians with no arrest power, but just who are regular people who other people in the community know and respect, um, just step in five days, uh, every couple months, they basically take over for the police mm-hmm. and the police channel, all 911 calls from that area to civilians. And unless there's a major incident, you know, they just step in and they've had incredible success. Uh, the first half of 2023, homicides fell 50%, shootings fell 25%. Wow. Of grand larcenies of automobiles also fell, even as it rose in other neighborhoods. And it's, you know, the police are cooperating, like coordinating with them. But they're, but it sounds like, so they shadow them in case like things arrive to a level that actual yeah. like armed law enforcement would need to be there. So they're, but the first line of defense is that members of the community are like intervening first to this, like talk people to talk to people. Yeah, exactly. To talk to people or like, I remember that like there was a story that we talked about in Eugene, Oregon actually like had this for a long time, like starting in the early eighties, like a, a program of civilians and like it, it was just, you know, somebody who was drunk and needed to, like get out of their house because they were in a fight with their significant other, like they couldn't drive anywhere. And so these people were just like, Oh, you need a ride. And right. just gave them a ride. And it like completely like, you know, helped solve the situation in a way that like, if police show up with guns drawn would have like done the opposite. And there was another story here where like somebody dropped off somebody with paranoid schizophrenia and who was like really drunk and they just like kind of sat with them for a couple hours and like got them into a shelter. And yeah, it's just like, it's worth reading. We'll, we'll link off to it in the footnotes because it, yeah, it's just like all these kind of common sense things that would be calls to the police in other situations, like fights outside of a bodega or something that like, you know, instead some people just come through and are like, stop hey, 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 acting hey. like an idiot. Yeah. And yeah. They figure it out. I mean, They're it's like, like wow. They tell your mom <laughs> kept a man from robbing a bodega. People were yeah. turning in illegal guns. They stopped yeah. a pregnant woman from hitting a boyfriend who had not bought a car seat and a stroller as he had promised. That is so specific. I know, <laughs> but I'm like, kind of like, damn bro, you, you got to listen, man. When this, <laughs> don't, don't don't say you're gonna get that shit and not get that shit the stakes are high you need the car seat fam <laughs> yeah the new york times article is like i mean he kind of deserved it but we're gonna <laughs> yeah, what were they trying to say they're like yikes i mean what how could he possibly <laughs> defend himself that yeah as he had promised that sounds like it feels like the next one would be like and another couple who was beginning to have a violent argument after one partner was leaving dishes in the sink to soak overnight right yeah that's right it's like yeah these are the kinds of things we're intervening in yeah they also offer services like free childcare, addiction recovery like that so it's like there's a first line of people who are like there to kind of 
you know, help with conflict resolution. And then there's a second line of people who have experience helping people with all sorts of problems that typically arise in in the lives of people that usually just get funneled to the police. Right. And it's so, it's, it's, it's just wild to think, right? Like in any neighborhood, like any person could imagine, like in my community, we have people with all of these skills, Yeah, you know, like exactly that, that you, if it is just about investing your attention to your community, like I've played peacemaker plenty of times. Like I'm, I feel like I have a, I have a knack for talking to the youth. Uh, <laughs> and it's like getting on their level, turning my hat Throw back your around, hat back. you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. And be like, Hey fella, let's talk for a second. But I mean, like you see how, like, again, rather than just transferring all of these calls to people who don't have any patience or any skills and just have weapons that, yeah, it, it, it makes perfect sense that you'd see all of these sort of yeah. rights of these incidents start to fall so quickly. And it just makes me feel like, damn, man, like we really just only gives more credence to the fact that like your own community is the best way to take care of your own community yeah. rather than and they're goon funding squad. it. It's not like all volunteer They're They're funding it right. a little, like a little bit, you know, sure. not, not the way that it should be, but yeah, not in the you know, billions of dollars. Like right. The but like, cop. I think they gave it $2.3 million over a couple of years to like bring all these different organizations together and coordinate it with police response. But yeah, I mean, it's like it builds community. It creates jobs that actually make people's lives better, which is like so, so rare. Uh, it it just feels like such a such a no brainer that uh, politicians would run on if if they were smart. Yeah, it's also that wild thing where like you know, like a city loves to save money, right? And you'd imagine yeah. like this is probably so much cheaper than like just a fully blown oh. out militarized police force. But then you're like caught in this rock in a hard place of like. But I like spending less money because capitalism, but also the military industrial complex that is now the police. Do I turn that spigot off? Uh, Yeah. Well, I have a feeling that uh, it'll, I don't know. I hope that more programs like this take hold 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Put money back in, into the community instead of into like defense contractors. Yeah. Which is so wild when like your time, like the, how are they like solving crime? They're like, I don't know, offering people fucking child care. Yeah. Exactly. How about that? That actually helps a lot. Uh, addiction recovery, you know, like essentially, like, yeah, we have a table with social safety nets <laughs> and that's right. how we keep everyone safe. Okay. Yeah. Let's extrapolate that to the bigger picture, please. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with some more top stories of the weekend. Ow. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, 
start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And uh, we mentioned this a couple weeks back that Apple was rumored to be preparing to drop a new reality on all of our asses. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've been working on a headset, a VR headset for seven years. Uh, It looks like ski goggles that are like opaque, basically. You know what it looks like? It looks like from Fifth Element, the makeup visor that Lilu puts on her face to put like all her makeup on. I don't know if you remember it. There was just like I this don't. eye visor, like, cause it's all futuristic and just like put it to her face and then like removed it and had a full face of makeup. Full on. face of makeup. But it looks yeah. very similar to that. I know that's yeah. probably too specific of a reference. Plus fuck Luke Besson. Go on. It, it wouldn't be if I had seen that movie or I, th- I think I saw it and didn't remember it. I was just reason. thinking about it a lot because the, recently that, but the, can film festival people are talking about like johnny depp's new movie and like how he like it's like made by this woman like myrwen who was luke Besson's like child bride yeah and was also the blue singer in fifth element anyway that's why i had that all in my mind right now she was in the professional which yeah. was about like you know it was like very serious pedophile overtones and yeah. like specifics uh and then he like had a child bride actress from that yeah and then he left her for mila jovovich cool yeah anyway um, all that to say is this headset by apple <laughs> is it actually coming out today because i read that some like it's possible that it, it drops today but it's also possible they get they're shook and they're like they might wait later but it seems like it yeah. seems like all the momentum sounds like today is the day 
we should acknowledge that everything we've said up to this point is paid content from a- Apple was like, all right, could you bring up this, uh, you know, headset and also connect it somehow to Lu- Luke Besson. Is, uh, <laughs> they did ask for that. So we sorted history. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the headset is expected to cost $3,000, which like the other most expensive one on the market is $1,000. From who? From who? From uh, Quest Pro. Yeah. From, but the unchoke outable Mark Zuckerberg's meta. That's right. Just want to, yeah. just want to reiterate that he, he cannot be choked out. I actually like my, yeah, they, we're, we're looking at the same article and my brain just like, doesn't like, it just goes past meta as a word without like, it can't, yeah, right? <laughs> can't go into my brain. It's, right. just, it's turned off that word because I'm, I find it so boring, but yeah, that's that, that one's for meta. It seems people are very hopeful that this will like, spur um developers to create like some killer apps that will make this make sense but as of right now like it feels like most people are out on the metaverse right like the the vr stuff has just been for gaming i mean i think that they say that there could be cool augmented reality gaming stuff It, it seems like it's a lot of augmented reality again i'm like this is the the what from what i've been reading i agree with every take i've seen from like tech journalists who are like this is like this is so not like an apple thing you know there's nothing about it that's revolutionary it's not it's not like creating it's not addressing like this massive need that we didn't realize it was going to fill especially with like a three thousand dollar price i mean i get that i don't doubt that it's going to be fucking cool you know what i mean i'm sure sure it'll be fun or whatever like but like to the point where i'm like yeah i need to spend three thousand dollars to have that I mean, unless you have that kind of disposable income, like I'm pretty sure most people are going to fucking pass on it. So, okay. Like the, but, hey. one of the, I, th- I think when we first talked about it, we were looking at like this heads up display, this hypothetical heads up display that was like basically Google maps, but right. in your vision, which just seems like it, it assumes a future where people are walking around with these op- opaque visors on like down the street. It replaces the, so it's not, it has like some of the stuff of like Google Glass, but instead of being see-through, it like replaces that with cameras. Yeah. So maybe like look you like got Jordan camera Ford. eyes, like that could be cool. You could like zoom on shit. You've got little camera eyes. <laughs> I, I'm not, you're asking, I know you didn't quite literally ask this, but you're asking what is an overlay app that you could get on board with? And I'm yeah, thinking, I'm trying to think of like what, a, like facial recognition is the one that would help me the most, but right. that violates people's privacy pretty oh, badly. Yeah. Every idea I have is an absolute violation of privacy because right. the only thing I'm, it's like, I want to indulge the fact that I'm not a superhuman, which right. is like, I want to be able to read someone's mind. I'm like, oh, what do you do? Where are you from? Right. How yeah. old are you? Like, I want to be like, I want to see a tidy four line summation of a person so i can just jump to conclusions very quickly and keep moving with my day but yeah i don't know i think it would be something like where like where is this person from right what's their name like sometimes i like walking around la and be like oh you're not from la where are you from the midwest where are you from the east coast and it's Mm -hmm. funny when you see people like like in la people like meet each other and ask each other like you have like such an east coast vibe like it's something i hear so much in la that i'm like what Person Can I get chain a East- smoking cigarettes and giving everyone the finger that drives yeah, by? Exactly. Yeah, you have such right. a, like <laughs> East Coast vibe to you. Where are you? Um, from? Anyways, we'll see. You know, may, maybe 
Apple has come up with or will come up with some, you know, apps that will make this way cooler than it seems at this moment. It's just like the things that they've created in the past have generally been like when they dropped the iPhone, it was like obvious what was cool about it. Like you didn't know buttons. Right. Yeah, that was the cool thing. That was the thing. Like, um, you just touch the fucking glass part. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. Exactly. So cool. And even like an Apple Watch, you, you understood like fucking the iPad, even though in the beginning, I remember I was like, man, this is a big ass iPhone. Fuck that. Cut yeah, to me yeah. like holding my iPad at, like at night as I go to sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I just don't think with this, I think just the cost. Chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the cost. And what it promises to do just doesn't feel life-changing, at least for, like, in my day-to-day life. Because uh, yeah. it's not like, it's like it doesn't seem like you could safely, like, ride a bike with those shits on. Maybe that right. could be cool. But yeah, I feel like that would maybe be illegal. Like, if I saw somebody driving, I would be, I mean, it, like, you I know- guess they're called pass-through cameras. They're, like, the, they're probably, like, work really well. Like, work better than the human eye. But, um, I don't know. It still worries me. (laughs) No, for sure. I think I, but you know, we're going to see some assholes. Like I can't wait for that string of like viral images of people getting caught, like wearing those things in the weirdest places. Cause you know, there's like Apple fan people who are, who are, you know, they're going to be lining up and they're going to be like, yeah, I do my, I I drive a school bus with these on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right, let's talk some shitty TikTok trends. Oh Um, no. We we got, tattooing so this one i think we can just tell people you don't you don't even have to click yeah yeah you don't have to like watch the video you can just move move on when you see this one here's it seems like they're about to tattoo a toddler like here's the baby child here's the first line from an article on insider it says quote videos of toddlers receiving fake tattoos have gone mega viral in recent months sparking concern from tiktok viewers who seemed convinced the ink was real yeah. And like, yeah, there's like a bunch of videos where you like, it's like a tattoo gun. You hear it going off. They touch it to like a little kid's skin. And then like, th- like you clearly see like a happy face being drawn on. And then like 80% of the way through the video, like a text card comes up. It's like, before you freak out, it's clear it's a marker and not a needle. And it's not an actual tattoo. I just wanted you to believe it up to this point. So I would get enough outrage views. And there's other right. ones of like, other little kids like going to like a tattoo shop and like picking out a tattoo and like getting their skin all prepared and all this other shit. It's, it's just so fucking wild because it's just a bummer to watch because it's all just, they're doing it for outrage views. Um, right. And like, but all you're doing is like faux child abuse. So that's what you're like. It's like yeah, yeah. being like, it's like be like POV. You starving your child for the third straight week because he dropped your PS five controller. And then you're like, before you start thinking this is real, it's not. I'm joking that I'm starving my child because because they broke a PlayStation 5 yeah. control. It's a joke. Now move but on. That's, the whole world is just scams now. It's just like we don't we don't mind anymore. Like there that did you see that like Trump Bucks thing? Yeah, where yeah, we they were about like that. Yeah. <laughs> they, so good. But like they open every video being like, This is Trump Bucks is not legal tender. But right, then right, right. Of course, just go on to say that it's legal tender. You know, it's so funny when we talked about that story, both Jackie's and Daniel thought, I don't, did you see the clip from when he was, when Trump was up supposedly on Fox news talking about Trump bucks and it was just a bad impersonator. No, I didn't see it. Oh my God. The clip is like, 
And with these new TRB Trump bucks, you will be rich. <laughs> and I'm like, this is such a bad impersonation. And afterwards, they're both like, wait, so he did that on Fox? I'm like, God, no. <laughs> Yo, that's the worst impression I've if ever heard. you don't buy these, you're fired. Yeah. Whoa. Hurry he, up. Said, <laughs> he said, you're, <laughs> they, he said they you're come out there And I was like, we should, we should buy those. That's well, like you a heard what deal. he said. For $99, we can get $10,000 worth of Trump bucks. Yeah. That's like a that's a hundred x deal, but anyways, we're we we've openly like the scam is in the the idea of scamming is just in the bloodstream. We don't care anymore. We're just like ah, they really got my ass with this right waste of my eighty seconds watching someone draw a happy face with a uh, marker on their kid's arm. You got me. You got me. I watched way too long of a video of someone tattooing a a toddler. Uh. <laughs> where my the, attention goes it's also unclear if the toddler knew it was not going to be real because the toddler's like is it gonna hurt it's gonna hurt right like, no yeah. it's not gonna hurt it's gonna be fine um <laughs> just don't worry about it don't worry about it jack you uh, know about a, tiktok slang yeah let's talk tiktok slang which i knew some of this there's like i a, knew the <laughs> there's some of this that is not tiktok slang it's no. just uh like long-term acronyms that people have been using for a long time yeah there's this list on what how do you say dexerto dexerto yeah dexerto.com saying tiktok slang explain boomers buckle up uh (laughs) but like the it's i don't know what generation this list is intended for because there's clearly things that i'm like have existed since i was a since i were a young person uh and then like other explanations that are a little bit more like yeah i would say esoteric that if you're not on if you're not fully tiktok brained you might not know um but like uh, yeah i i don't know I, I was just like when it said what does ceo mean and it's yeah. like so it's like tiktok slang explain the first one is pov which has been, been around right, for but that's quite more, a while but that's i get for that that's a form that's a format or style of tiktok video is the right. pov one the description doesn't explain that like pov does not actually mean what pov means in film like a pov right. shot in film is like you are seeing from jason Voorhees's perspective as right, he right, right. walks up whereas pov is like pov you're doing something <laughs> like it, it just like, seems like that's it's... not whose perspective is it i remember when i right. first saw them i was like but this isn't from the pov of the person you just labeled this looks like it's a third party watching this event right. happen. and i was like yeah that's where my old man brain was like man this ain't this ain't pov and then after yeah. a while i'm like okay we're using it loosely like how we don't know how to say nonplussed exactly yeah we're just we're <laughs> close enough yeah um they also have ceo which i was like oh they have a new meaning of ceo uh and the definition ceo is a term that has of course of course, predated TikTok, <laughs> meaning chief executive officer. But thanks to social media, the term has taken on new meaning. To be the CEO of something means that you are the best at the thing in question and is go. generally meant as a compliment. What are you the CEO of, would you say? Oh, if you're man. giving yourself like a... This rap shit. You oh, know? shit. Um, okay. Yeah. I like, I like that. I'm a CEO of falling asleep uh, <laughs> in a dark room. I'm and, sorry, the and, lights go down. Like, I'm, what? I'm up. I'm up. What do you... What? What? I'm I'm awake. I'm awake. I was man. I'm sorry. When I went to go see Spider Man, the f- second uh, Nicole Kidman <laughs> showed up on screen, I started going away to La La Land, just Twinkle Twinkle Land. Oh, so you you just liked like the couple minutes that you were conscious for? Well, the, of the of the Spider Man. It movie? was. I mean, I might as well talk about it. I, it was. I so I will say this. Pro tip: 
the way to not fall asleep in a movie is make sure you go to a movie where the main character has your name also. That's right. Because the amount of miles, and I'm like, ah! like I was yeah. like three times, I'm like fucking starting to doze off, and I just hear that name over and over. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm here, I'm here. All that to say, like in the first two minutes, I was a little, I was kind of, I don't know why, sudden, like the movie's starting, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening to me? Just because I'm sitting still in a dark room. And then, the, dude, it's so fucking good. The animation is somehow, I, th- I think, better than the first one. Which was really cool. Which is breathtaking. But yeah. this is like, the way they're like um, actually modeling things in 3D. So like there are these camera moves within like an animated backdrop. Like give this really great cinematic quality to it. Along with just like the the sort of the comic book art that they're sort of smashing together. because Because it's like this multiverse thing. You have some characters that are like sort of drawn in other styles, like, you know, Spider Punk, who's now my favorite, new favorite character. Uh, not just because he's like a fash bashing anti capitalist, like punk rock person, but also voiced by the legend Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, and, you know, obviously Ooh. ardent Arsenal supporter. Uh, but yeah, I, I just got to say, it's, I'm so like, I don't, I was, I, I keep telling you this on like what we talk about, like editorial stuff. I'm like, I gotta go to the movies. Like I have to go. <laughs> it's fun. Like, I, love, yeah. I love going to the movies. I miss yeah. it. I'm, I, I'm always rooting for movies to do well, even if they're, you know, like air, I didn't love it, but I'm so happy it did pretty well when it came out. Sure. Because, sure. Yeah. I, you gotta go. Movies. You gotta yeah. go. Uh, there were so many. It's fun actually seeing, you know, like I, people know I'm notoriously ignorant of the MCU. So yeah. like when shit happens, I'm like, huh? Huh? Luckily with like these animated Spider-Man ones, like I know, I know enough about Spider-Man just in general to like keep up with these. But every now and then there's like a reference to the MCU where like the crowd erupts. And I'm like, part of me was like, Man, what the fuck are y'all going on about? And then I'm like, right, that's the magic of like being engaged or something is like you get these little tidbits and everyone gets so excited. People were getting emotional at times. I didn't know why, uh, but it was a, it could just be because I'm completely disconnected from my emotions. <laughs> Maybe that, that could be it. But yeah, fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Highly Does- recommend. Does Spider Pig make a, a return? Yeah, John Mulaney. Yeah. Oh man, uh, but my, not my like kids for that. Not like, yeah, you don't get a ton of Spider Pig uh, quips. Yeah, uh, but Spider like, Ham. I but it's dope. The name. amount of like other spiders, peoples, spiders that emerge. Men? Yeah, do they pluralize it as spiders men? No, they don't. Is that oh, they don't? Okay. Well, they I wish up. they did. Yeah, yeah, I really wish they did. But no, there's no spiders men. Uh, Issa Rae's fantastic, and it's just like yeah, just great viewing. And if you don't know anything about the MCU. It's fine because yeah. you could watch it and you know exactly how to, you know you know what's going on. Um, all right. Well, you have your recommendation, which yeah. will we'll always have a recommendation for you on this weekend rewind. Yeah, re, 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 rewind. Oh, also, um, this Korean Netflix show, Siren. This fucking reality show is so wild. It's like the most high stakes game of capture the flag I've ever seen. Uh, it's pretty dope. It's like groups of like different, these women that have like, they're like firefighters or bodyguards or like policemen or like stunt people or whatever. And yeah. they, it's, 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 it's fucking wild. Anyone who's played like high, like capture, like liked playing capture the flag. There's no way you could watch this. And like, it won't, it, that it won't resonate you if you watch resonate with you if you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any, anything else from the TikTok slang list that was helpful to you that, uh, you, you had uh, seen oh, and didn't know what it was accountant. So at the time, 
Because like a lot of these were like, they start off being like, yeah, we know what a fucking CEO is. Right. And then there's like accountant, which is like, the first time I was like, okay, they said the term accountant blew up after Yuzi Rocky Patera uploaded a video, which he explained via a catchy song why he prefers to tell people he's an accountant rather than saying he's a quote, struggling actor. And basically it's just sort of like a, you know, it's just a, a, a stand in for when you don't really want to explain your job to say like, I'm an accountant, but, but particularly now for people who make like adult content. Or if you're like a sex worker or something, you can, it's like shorthand, shorthand saying you're an accountant. Okay. Yeah. There we go. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize. See, <laughs> I would have been like, well, you, wait, all y'all are accountants? Like, is how I think I would have been if I was like, <laughs> congratulations. Um, wow. So you're all CPAs? Great. Um, do y'all do taxes too? Cause I, I could, I could use some help. And then a lot of it's just like AAVE. Right. Where you're just like, yeah, we know like, like SMH or like, I like, I don't, like, I don't know. Like other things like that, I, I hadn't didn't seen it as I O N. I didn't. I didn't know I O N was. I don't. They're know. like you know. Like, I don't care about that. I thought it was Ion, like twin Ion engines from there, Star hey, Wars. Hey, there dork. he is. There he is. Um, yeah. Nah, these means nah. I, I don't. But that's what's funny when you see those like things broken down into like <laughs> standard English. I own. I don't. <laughs> ah, ah. Uh, and we've heard. We've talked about the Riz. The, the meaning of someone, someone with oh, yeah, charisma, dude. but uh, unspoken this, this updates it. Unspoken Riz. <laughs> yeah. uh, unspoken Riz refers to someone's ability to attract people without speaking to them. Um, I got which, that. Yeah, yeah. We both have we that, got that to a crazy degree. Mostly, so it is helpful to see it acknowledged and my so, Riz, so that people know why people are describing us that way. Yeah, it's mostly because we, we draw them in out of concern. They're concerned for us at first. <laughs> that's what draws right. them in. Yeah. And I'm like, that's Riz. They're like, no, we're oh, okay. So you're fine? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Did you know? Uh, yeah. You fell right into my <laughs> trap. My Riz trap. Worried about my safety. <laughs> Call um, me Riz Khalifa. There you go. All right. Uh, let's take one more break. We'll come back. We'll hit a couple last trends and we'll be out of here. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And uh, people are saying Trump might get indicted, uh, might just get caught in a RICO. Um, Potentially, yeah. I did not think those words were going to be <laughs> uttered, but it says there. there's things that the Georgia Trump rope Signs yeah. might be pointing to racketeering charges. Yeah. And they, they specifically think the Jack Smith investigation is, you know, coming to some sort of conclusion, uh, some sort of a charging decision uh, right. may be imminent. So, yeah, we, you know, we don't know. We we'll, don't we'll know. Keep an eye on that one. But. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I'll wake me up when it's actually when it happens. Yeah, like I want to see. I, you know what I want to see? I want to see Trump who can't do his hair and has to go to court. A court appearance. Is it ever gonna? That that is the that is the dream. That we'll is see. that's the fucking heron that yes. I need to go straight into my veins. Would be like, uh, yeah, fucking prisoner Trump being like, woo, that'd be a messy comb over, man. You ain't got hair Ooh. products. Oh boy, yeah. oh boy. The other thing is too. I, we mentioned it offhandedly on like on Fridays. Now that there's like fucking tapes of him saying that he had stolen documents and like he knows that they're like he shouldn't have them and he knows he shouldn't be sharing them with people. I'm sure. I wonder if that accelerated things where his lawyers went to the DOJ today and were like, hey, hey, so it's, uh, <laughs> so, so like this is over. What do you guys right? think? Got, what are you thinking yeah. right now? So it'll be interesting to see how reality bends its way to letting him get away with absolutely no uh, consequences. Right. But exactly. You know, we'll see. We don't we know. Um, so th there's also speaking of Trump uh, being able to get away with everything. Uh, Chris Licht, uh, who is the chairman and CEO of CNN Worldwide, 
Uh, he's the guy who came in and was like, CNN's too woke. We need yeah, to right. like take it back, make it more like Fox News. Uh, he organized the Trump town hall mm. where it was just like Trump stand-up special. Yeah. Um, so he had also, so it, another good new, uh, good decision this guy made in the past couple, uh, in the past year was that he had given the Atlantic's Tim Alberta just unprecedented months long access to <laughs> him just around the clock for everything. Like talk, everybody talk to him, tell him the truth. We're good here. And he just dropped a profile that everyone's like, Ooh, this might be it for this guy. <laughs> I love that fucking, the, the fucking hubris of these. Yeah. People. Oh yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, document everything document yeah. everything it's pretty sick what i how i live my life and like what it's just all a bunch of like and everyone that works for him hates him yes exactly <laughs> uh so so here are some of the revelations backstage in new hampshire last month uh he told so this is before the trump stand-up special he told former president trump have fun um which alberta is like trump obliged uh he knew in advance the audience was uh what he called extra trumpy um, and everybody at CNN was like, are you fucking kidding me with this guy? Like, what is he doing? He's trying, but I mean, we, we learned that he was trying to make news. So he's trying right. to do something outrageous, which is your job as the head of a supposedly trusted news brand. Uh, people at CNN think he's projecting this persona of bulletproof badass because uh, that's what Zaslav, our boy, for whom uh, a flea bag sex scene was too much, uh, <laughs> wants to see. But like, it's just he's losing employees like constantly. Bad judgment on big moves seems like he's like all his firings and big decisions have not gone well. Uh, but I, I like just like these little personal details at a holiday dinner for his DC based talent at Cafe Milano. Lick spent much of the dinner looking at his phone, including reading a critical story about him and Puck. <laughs> so he's just like reading people criticizing him and just like being frowny face. Um, and then he's obsessed with Jeff Zucker, who, who had his job before him. Um, so oh, no. th th this paragraph is great. Licked, who went from 226 pounds to 178 via a celebrity trainer, told Alberta why he was skipping a meal. I'm a fucking machine. Oh my God. Working out at his Manhattan gym, licked, squatted down to grab a long metal pole lying flat on the ground. Zucker couldn't do this shit, licked said through <laughs> clenched teeth, hoisting the pole with a grunt. And he's just lifting the pole like without the weights on it. <laughs> oh, you just mean the fucking, like, the bar to, like, bench and shit? I mean, like, that's what I'm assuming. Like, the 45-pound bar that yeah. you put the, like, the fucking plates? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Oh, so, man. That's I mean, like, maybe, maybe he's a bit guy. Maybe the, these are just bits that he's what is, doing, but I, I doubt it. Is he it. continuing, like, like the Tom Wamsgam story? Like, yes. that seems like such, like, the dumbest feat of strength, but then, like, evoking your, like, nemesis to be like i yeah. bet he can't do this normal thing ah! <laughs> you're like okay and they took a sip from his sports beverage um no did they say that <laughs> no, oh god like that that's what he doesn't think oh, I gotta, come on gatorade gatorade oh <laughs> drinks, i can just see him drinking gatorade so desperately right after that too oh yeah well 
Now I feel like I got to read this. And then finally, uh, let's talk. So NASA had a uh, panel where they were basically just like, yeah, there's UFOs. There's, there are strange metallic orbs all over the planet that we can't explain. Right. Basically the upshot. Um, and so, I mean, we'll talk more about it. our expert interview is with an academic, Avi Loeb, who is interested in, uh, you know, the search for extraterrestrial life. Uh, so, I mean, this, this feels like a big moment for acknowledging that there are these things that we can't explain. Um, right. The panel was just basically, you know, they shared some pictures of like, like there was a military drone that captured a picture of a metallic orb and they were like this is not uncommon we see these all over the time uh the quote this is a quote we see these all over the world and we see these making very interesting apparent maneuvers and then they've noted 800 similar cases of metallic orbs uh which is weird (laughs) right I mean, it, it sounds like, cause like, right, that this panel sort of put together because NASA famously does not talk about anything to do with extraterrestrial intelligence or UFOs or UAPs or anything like that. Like, they're like, we're interested in things outside of like our immediate planet. And so this was kind of like a big moment because this was, wasn't this group basically impaneled to help like NASA determine how they want to assist with like this research essentially that yeah like now they're th- being like now we figured that this is probably worth studying and we're going to come back with like how the best way to engage with this kind of research is going to be yeah and i think like it is important to do this even if they're not extraterrestrials just so that we can like kind of clear that because there there is a lot of interest in it and you know that they, they have looked at a bunch of these anomalous you know, aerial phenomenon and been able to explain them away. So like they, they have better tools now to capture this stuff than they've ever had before, which I think is where a lot of this is coming from. Um, and now we just have to, you know, clear out the ones that are like that. So this was actually very interesting to me. There's, they talked about, um, what one astronaut, talked about he was on a mission in an F-14 Tomcat supersonic jet. The flight officer in the back seat thought he saw a UFO. After flying past it, they looped around for another look, and it turns out it was Bart Simpson, a balloon. <laughs> so, like, the, the air is just full of fucking balloons that you, you know, you look fucking weird and, like, don't seem to be there. And he specifically said, this environment we operate in is so conducive to optical illusions. Um, and then he showed other videos of unusual objects that had ordinary explanations, three different airplanes mistaken for one glowing Troika, or once again, more weather balloons. So, it, you know, I think they're trying to be very balanced and just be like, look, we want to figure out what these orbs are that like we, we can't explain. Like that, that is a, like being like the, there are orbs hovering over the earth and they are, maneuvering in ways that we can't explain is it feels like a pretty big statement um but i I think they also wanted to put it in the context like maybe it's an optical illusion we don't know um so we will be talking a little bit more about that sort of thing on tomorrow's full ep uh, which is going to be expert interview and we are going to be hearing from a listener a couple listeners about their jobs 
and yeah it's gonna be a fun one uh thanks for thanks for listening to this one yeah this first uh this first episode of the new format we're, we're gonna try a couple different things out could be anything folks gotta buckle could be anything. up Nobody you never knows. know we might be um, selling trump bucks pretty soon but yeah in the meantime yeah it's uh you know thank you for coming on this journey as we as we break the form for the first time in almost six years or five years or yeah whatever however six many years, loops around thousands the sun we've of done. episodes uh, yeah yeah so all right uh back tomorrow with all last episode yeah. until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves get the vaccine don't do yep. nothing about white supremacy mm-hmm. and we will talk to y'all tomorrow bye bye Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.